So the four of you are now able to slip away if that's your next move. Oh, there yeah. she is. I can do the thing now. No, no, no. Nope, we're going now. What? We're going now. Well, we're going now. I'm going to offer her. you an XP, so I'm going to waggle a generic string at Meliarix if you do give in to that, the old temptation of the Void Empress, the most stunning, powerful, even dragon-like of the uh, individuals that you've met outside of your nebula. See, I'm torn, because it makes sense for the character, but just from a good radio standpoint, it might like end up like splitting us up for a long time. Yeah, it's not it's not at all obligatory. And they do kind of need you to get into the, the ship. So maybe does someone say something to Mel? Does someone see this moment of temptation and urge her to stay on task? Yeah, Mel's about to ra- raise her arm to wave. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <Mel>. <laughs> I think it makes sense for Aurelia to be the one to hold her back. Yeah, I see the arms start to go up and just put a hand and like yank it down and be like, what are you doing? But she's here. I can do the thing. And I miss we're, her. We're not. Aww. Should have known. We're not doing the thing anymore. The plan has changed. We're just going straight to the yacht while she's not on it. Oh, I think that's easier then. <sighs> Let's go. But can I still say hi? No. Oh. Why? Walk and talk. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So. Do you know what the Empress does to people who betray her? Do we? I don't think you've ever paid attention. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure you don't want to find out. Okay. Am I still stuck with Raphael or should I take us? No, I successfully rescued you. Oh. Aurelia arrived to cut in on your dance, just as everyone's attention was distracted by the arrival of the Void Empress, and you were able to slip away. Yeah, you've you've been whisked away to safety, away from whichever of the rays. That was Raymond. Raymond. No, it was Raphael. <laughs> was I was dancing Raphael. with Raphael. Was it? I was dancing with Raphael. I thought you'd switched. Yeah, Raymond is the centrist. Raphael doesn't have a lot to say. Just oh, a lot of oh, a lot of flexing right. and lifting <laughs> and dipping. Yeah, R- Raphael is down to like leave the party. If you were dancing <laughs> with Raphael, then you might have wanted to go with you. But anyway, um, you weren't, and you, the four of you, are now. Well, the three of you are, are dragging Mel away from the <laughs> the Void Empress, whom she misses. Because hot. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, y'all depart for the yacht. You have, you know, free movement, especially you have Princess Cydonia of Sunautica, so the Mantarians aren't going to interfere at all. The shuttle itself is defended by the Void Empire troops, and I'd like to know your approach to, to getting in. Well, Keely can fly, and then I can fly you two, because you can't fly, but we can both fly. Oh. That is probably a better option than what I was thinking, which was go up and hit them over the head with my sword. <laughs> I I mean, we can we can do both of those things. 
We should mean as stealthy as we can for as long as we can. I'm sorry, Captain, but I'm vetoing the sword idea. <sighs> Very well. Flying it is. Are you sure you two aren't mates? We're not. What gave you that idea? <sighs> Just. I think Healy is like visibly uncomfortable with this conversation. Like has her arms crossed and is like standing slightly apart from the group during it. No, what in the world gave you that idea that we were partners? Oh, I said something wrong. Never mind. Apparently, being protective is a sign of that. I, oh. oh, I didn't know. Not I apologize. Right now. Let's, yes. Let's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keely, why don't you take uh, the princess? Can you lift me, Keely? You've done it before. <laughs> you were smaller then, um, but I'm sure I still can. Aww. I was going to say, <laughs> yes, I was, um, years ago, i um not sure if we could still do it, but we could Trust me, try. I'll get you up there. <laughs> um, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so we have our we have our flight pairings. It sounds like Keely might be enticing the princess. Is that accurate? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a roll plus heart. Gosh, I think I'm really bad at heart. Yeah. <laughs> Minus one. And like Keely has said trust me and like she did it in a tone of voice that was very throwaway. But she's definitely looking at her like, trust me. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, I rolled two sixes, so that's an 11. Oh <laughs> goodness. All right. So um, take a string on Princess Sidonia and then that Princess. Means that I mark. Oh yeah, <laughs> you do mark feelings. <laughs> Look at that. The scoundrel caught feelings. Yeah. Alone. I already have a lot of feelings. <laughs> And then Princess, you get to choose one of the three options for how you react to that. You can get flustered and awkward. You can promise something that you think she wants. Or you can give in to desire. I like flustered and awkward. (laughs) What does that look like as, as she picks you up? So how does this look like since... God, how does a bird person pick a person up? Yeah, because do you have wings on your back or are your arms your wings? I have wings on my back, but there might okay. be like some space between that like your body can fit into maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, are you like riding? Work. Or are or, you getting well, picked yeah, up? I was picturing <laughs> princess carrying. You just hold her in yeah, your arms true. and then fly away. <laughs> yeah, it might it might have to be a you hold on to me. I am 100% down for a princess carry. Oh good. So you you're just like got all all limbs wrapped around you. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think about what would actually be a secure way to carry you. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be like a bridal carry? Yeah. I like it. So you just get scooped up. (laughs) (laughs) And how does that look? I imagine you have, like, absolutely no trouble lifting me off my feet. Yeah, I think that's how it works. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, oh. (laughs) Hi. Hello. Um, uh, I I think Sidonia takes a second to like readjust herself a little bit and like put her arms around your neck. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is fine. 
Good. And then she immediately launches straight up into the air. Oh! Okay. <laughs> oh, we're falling. Okay. <laughs> Why do you never warn me when you do that? Because it's so fun to watch your face when that moan of surprise. You know I don't like it when you do that. Exactly, that's the point. Keely, <laughs> I... I, I think after they rock it up, Bella's just like, Oh, I got it wrong. Amelia <laughs> 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 oh, just heaves a deep sigh and is like, Let's just go. Are, I'm, I'm sorry, are you mad? No, no, I just, let's... <sighs> Aurelia realizing that she's been left alone to explain emotions (laughs) does any of them like explaining emotions I think Aurelia is just not very good at it (laughs) I feel like Sidonia is emotional but not good at talking about emotions yeah (laughs) I'm just feeling a lot okay don't ask me to explain it yes Yeah, I really just like pinches the bridge of her nose. It's like, I'm not mad at you in this moment. I'm just, I don't know. It's complicated. Let's just focus on getting the the job done. But you're mad at me a lot? You destroyed my planet. I breathed fire. It's what I do. You breathed fire all over my home. And now I can't go back there. So, yes, I'm holding a bit of a grudge. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do (sighs) about that. Honestly, neither am I. I'll carry you across, though. Yes, let's do that. So how does Mel pick Aurelia up? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I think... Well... That's the thing. Am I... I think I need to use my transform move for this. Ooh. Um, <gasps> and I rolled... I rolled a nine. And I... I'm not sure if I want to just pop my wings out or just fully transform. Because the fully transforming is not stealthy. But it is a thing. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna fully transform. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, so you're an enormous dragon now. Uh Uh-huh. And she's kind of got shimmering, almost like pastel on black sort of scales. Like, she's colored like a nebula, and with the sparkling stars in it to match. And, like, the membranes of her wings just kind of shift colors as they move around. Wow. So there's a lot of purples and blues and pinks. And I think she just sort of, like, lowers her head and neck down, like, hop on. (laughs) Have I... uh, (laughs) I'm just, I'm thinking about, like, if I've seen your... I don't think I've seen your dragon form since we fought on Uh my planet. Yeah. So I think Aurelia just kind of looks you over and is like, well... I suppose this is a bit better than last time I saw you like this, and then we'll, yeah, climb up to 
there's there's some she she's able to climb on easily enough but i think there's Uh some awkward kind of like padding as she's like there's nowhere for me to hold on to you Uh, (laughs) yes i think like the is to just grab onto her neck yeah (laughs) so yeah so she's like kind of padding like you know looking for like okay is there something that i can hold on to without hurting her nope okay i'm just gonna have to lean forward and hug her neck this is fine (laughs) wow i love it mel swooshes her tail almost like happily before doing a bit of a run to take off wow I would like to remind everybody about the smitten move. If your character is smitten with another, then there is a moment for that. Does anyone feel like that has happened? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us why, give them a string, and then answer the question from your playbook that will make it sad and dramatic. When I become smitten with someone, okay, why is... Oh, yes. I have remembered why I liked this so much. <laughs> it's, it's still, the dynamic still works. Aww. Sidonia gets a string. What secret do you have that you think would make them reject you if they knew? Interesting. What secret do I have? <gasps> secret, secret. I have an idea. I know that the, the planet was attacked when you all were fairly young. But somehow Keely like found out about the attack, like heard about it before it happened and was able to like, you know, tell friends or family or something and escape, but didn't warn Sidonia. I think she may have just skipped the planet. Like she had like an opportunity to just skip the planet ahead of time. and She just went without a word. Oh, that's awful and tragic. I love it. That's so awful. <laughs> yes. Okay. And don't forget to increase your feelings for giving away that string. Ah, oh, yes. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> uh, oh, and my feral feel... gets set to four because I have a snack called feral. Yes. Which I You're a maximum feral in beast form. <laughs> I don't think that I'm I'm gonna do smitten yet, but <laughs> the potential is there. Yeah, we're close. <laughs> yep. All right. I think the distraction of the dragon pretty much guarantees that the other two are not noticed approaching the yacht. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe even Aurelia around the neck is not so clearly a person who is who is approaching. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. The guards will raise their weapons at you until the guard captain tells them to stand down. That must be someone who's familiar with you and knows that you are an asset and not probably a danger, at least not someone to be shot at without approval from higher up. So, <laughs> yes, it it is it is obvious that a giant dragon has flown to her great royal imperial majesty's yacht, but no one's shooting at you, and there's a hatch on top uh-huh. that uh, you can open. Yeah, probably some people noticed that you're there. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of Mel just casually setting down on the deck near the hatch 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think she's just going to play it off like she's supposed to be there. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I like the idea of her setting down and changing back. And Aurelia is still hanging on around her neck. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, yeah, you turn back and I'm just, like, hugging you from behind. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And I think there's a moment of just standing there and then Aurelia jumps about two feet straight back. It's very impressive. (laughs) And I think if any of the guards can see her, she's just going to try and, like, nod at them authoritatively. Yeah, it would make sense for them, for there to be guards on this part of the, of the show. It sounds like you're, you're picturing, like, a deck of a yacht that's, like, open to, like, a bask and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in fact, I think the person who's there is Sheska9, who is an android, and she will cock her head and say, Meliarix, you've brought guests. Uh, yeah, I like this one, Sheska, so I came back here. You like this one? Yeah. (laughs) Aurelia (laughs) is quietly panicking. Um, and and what what have you done, stranger, to win the affections of the great dragon Meliarix? She rarely had eyes <laughs> for anyone but our great empress. Aurelia is panicking harder. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at my moves real quick. <laughs> Paladin school didn't prepare me for this. <laughs> it didn't. It really didn't. <laughs> I think Mel might lie with the truth here. She fought really well. I'd like to hear what Aurelia says, too. Yeah, if if Mel kind of gives her that out. <laughs> Aurelia's internal monologue was, ah! <laughs> which was not helpful. Um, so, yeah, if, if Mel kind of gives her that, that rope to grab onto... Um, she will all of this has been very internal by the way she's maintained a perfectly <laughs> blank exterior <laughs> um uh-huh. she just will will sort of nod and shrug casually uh and be like ah oh, god what is she going to say she posed a challenge like none i had ever faced before and apparently I gave her quite a challenge as well. I can see by your your elevated heart rate and the flush to your cheeks that uh, (laughs) she truly, truly made a a profound impression on you. And uh, far be it for me to stand between you two and your, uh, your, your further contests. Would you like would would you like some privacy on the rear deck? Yes, please. <laughs> That's great. I also think when Aurelia said that, Mel just like genuinely stood up a little straighter proudly. Aww. She was like, "Yay!" She said a nice thing. That's great. So, so she will lead you back to the the rear deck, and there's a full bar. This is your favorite, Meliarix. 
It's from Her Majesty's private reserve of... So she's sort of explaining, she's boasting to Aurelia, um, this is a private reserve of whiskey from a species that no longer exists. It's one of the most rare and treasured cocktails in the galaxy. And what can I get for you? Nothing for me right now. I want to stay sharp. (laughs) Of course, a partner such as Meliarix must present many challenges. If you require any assistance (laughs) do call and then she will give you some privacy on the rear deck i think mel is happily sipping the cocktail great i think it's both really sweet and really hot oh it's like super spicy it probably has fire in the name (laughs) so yeah it's it's like funeral pyre (laughs) yeah aurelia is just (laughs) suffering uh-huh. <laughs> i think she just will sit down at the bar and like put her head in her hands Aww. so we should go find them right uh yes we should definitely should do that she seemed mel seems conflicted as to whether to bring the drink with her or not I kind of like leaving it on that of the just like the two of them leaving while Mel is just like. (laughs) (laughs) Also, now I think Mel is smitten. Aww. Aww. (laughs) Uh, Why is that? Because Aurelia propped her up and she knows that it was to like to get on board the ship, but she was like, oh, yay, she did like our fight. Oh no! The thing is, she genuinely did. <laughs> she got to fight a fucking dragon. Like that's cool. <laughs> that's like that's paladin classic bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Aurelia gets a string on you, and then boy, oh boy, tell us the answer to your playbook smitten question, which is um. What have you done that you are sure they view as inappropriate? Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> I almost feel like the answer is, what have I done that isn't inappropriate to Aurelia? <laughs> well, the way you've structured this character, the question from the infamous playbook might even be a better fit, which is, why do you think they would be wrong to forgive you? Does that feel oh. like it resonates? Okay, I like that. I cool. think I think she would be wrong to forgive me because I might end up doing it again. Not wow. like out of maliciousness, but just I'm a dragon and when I get angry, bad stuff can happen. Wow. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's really good. That is um, really good. And you know what? I'm going to just... For the hell of it, I am also going to say that Aurelia is smitten back. Aww. She would never admit in a million years. But I think the reason is that basically just that she has not trusted Meliarix. And when, you know, she transformed and started talking to the guards, Aurelia was like mentally gearing up to like have to fight her way out of this because she was certain 
that Mel was going to like sell her out or just go back to the Empress or whatever. Uh, And then Mel defended her and like made sure that she was going to be protected. She feels some kind of way about that. My, my smitten question, my heart is not mine to give. How does pursuing them conflict with your devotion? Well, (laughs) you, you used to work for the Empire, for the Empress. Uh, You still seem to have some fondness for her. Uh, And one of my, the tenets of my devotion is never trust anyone from the Empire. So, Mm. this is fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Perfect. Um, And do, uh, I didn't hear if you mentioned it, but Mel gets a string on Aurelia. Mm Lovely. Lovely. So yeah, you can all rejoin. You allegedly have privacy on the on the rear deck, and you can descend into the yacht. So it is much as you remember, Meliarix, and uh, you know the way both to the kitchen, where the rarest and most delicious delights in the galaxy reside. And to the Empress's chambers, where the mission is. So, where, what do you do? Real quick, I'm curious as to the aesthetic of this boat. Mm-hmm. Because this is an evil murder yacht. Yes. So, I'm wondering what that looks like. And also, do we first maybe want to join up with the other two so they're not left out for too long? I think we did. Oh, I think okay. that we all, yeah, I think we all catch up. Keely lights down on this deck once she sees that y'all are alone on it. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, the murder yacht. This is a big, imposing, brutalist kind of um, starship that does have a deck that you can go out on to enjoy the open air. Um, and it can bubble over for space travel or whatever, but at the moment it's uh, open to the nice sea air, and um, it is just gray and imposing, and the weapons are not concealed. There are just giant cannons on this thing, and um, it bears the crest of the Void Empire, which is like a big four-pointed star on a uh, black background. Um, in on the in the interior, it is um, gilded and opulent. There's red velvet. There are portraits of um, notable figures from the history of the Void Empire. There are um, like little. Uh, sports rooms for uh, competition. There are three different dueling chambers, two different torture rooms, a small um, like travel dungeon. It's like her travel luggage. Uh, and um, there's like a, a barracks, right? There's a not insignificant number of troops on board the yacht. Um... What else? What else would you like to flesh out? Um, I I think that's pretty good. It's delightful. It's the it's yeah. the best in space tyrant luxury. Yeah, 
since it's like brutalist on the outside, I'm like imagining, I don't know how to describe it, but like on the inside, it's super like sterile, high class apartment sort of thing. Very like minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. But like the sort of minimalist that only super fucking rich royal people can do. You know what I mean? I do. Like, you know, the white the, the white carpets and tasteful decor here and there. I mean, she's a little on the gaudy side, I think, for for, for your space okay. tyrant. <laughs> like, she showed up in, like, floating gold spike armor uh, right. with glowing purple eyes. So there's a little bit less, like, understated class here and a lot more, like, yeah, I'm the space tyrant. What are you going to do about it? Uh-huh. Here's the skull of the last ruler of the Zodanoids. I use I it as a footrest. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Tamberlane in space. <laughs> <laughs> so where is where is Mel leading us? <laughs> I I think Mel heads first to the kitchen. Yeah, it smells real good. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, so you uh, arrive in the kitchen where Sheska 8 is preparing a set of desserts. And there are sort of two different trays. And you know that, you know, she is, she is preparing the dessert for if there's no bloodshed. And she's preparing the post-conquest dessert Her Majesty <laughs> prefers. So she's just covering her bases. She says, like, Mel, I thought you might wake, make your way down here, but you know you're not allowed to have guests al- aboard. But I like them. <laughs> well, eat them now. Or, well, also, or... also, are they following me into the kitchen at all? <laughs> yes, we thought you were leaving us somewhere useful. <laughs> it smells really good. It smells so good. It, so, no, no, finish them now. You can't keep them for later. Um... Okay, but do I get to have dessert after that? Yes. I, if, he, if I'd known you were coming, I would have made you some dragon treats. And she, she wants to, like, boop your nose. <laughs> Mel is booped. She is. She'll pick up, she... like, two kinds of sauce. <laughs> and and it's like, what are you in the mood for? They're both like really spicy hot. Uh, Mel Mel seems to put a lot of careful consideration into this choice <laughs> before just picking the one on the left. Great. So she will spray the party with uh, the sauce on the left. No. What? God, it's probably like mace. Uh, if Why? if some if someone would like to uh, defy this disaster, then now's the time. <laughs> yes, I'd like to. I well, I'd like to take this opportunity to achieve one of my goals and tackle the princess to safety. <laughs> Perfect. Defy that disaster. Listen, it's really oh, hot. Literally a spicy moment between them. <laughs> I'm quitting. <laughs> I was going to say, this is like literally just that guy who threw the shoe at George W. Bush. <laughs> like, that's. <laughs> this is like ma- 
face, though. <laughs> it's very spicy. And I, I don't know what it is. I just see that we're about to get sprayed with something. It mm-hmm. toxic. Mm-hmm. Mel only just realized that Shesuke <laughs> uh, oh, was right. talking about eating them. Shesuke's <laughs> <laughs> um, just okay. trying to support you. I know. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna do gallant rescue, which is when I defy a disaster that's about to befall someone else. Love it. So let me let me roll this. I think that for me, I'm rolling with daring because I'm just just doing a big tackle. Cool. Okay, I got an eight. All right. So I think what would you have been willing to sacrifice to protect the princess here? I mean, my own safety. Yeah. I think you're going to get sauce maced. Oh no, my so, eyes. <laughs> so you do, you take the blast of sauce for the princess and you know, it really stings. It's really kind of humiliating. And yet, gallant, you have in fact shielded <laughs> um, the princess from this, this undignified fate. But in the process, you have taken a condition. Boy. I think it might be insecure or angry. It's your choice, but I'm just going to nominate those as maybe fitting. Yeah. Insecure feels correct. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're sauced. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have for my, my move with, with Gallant Rescue, I get to either gain a string, which I don't think I'm going to do, or I get to ask one of the following questions mm. of Sidonia. Mm-hmm. So my options are, how do you feel about my devotion, or what secret pain lies in your heart? (laughs) You know me, Rhi. You know I love angst. Yeah. What is the secret pain in your heart? (laughs) Well, no, no, no. I'm asking you. Oh, what is the secret? What secret pain lies in your heart? Secret pain. Yes. Ooh. What's a pain that I have that's not... Secret. Yeah, that's not public. You get a glimpse before the sauce stings your eyes. You have this uh-huh. moment where you're protecting <laughs> the princess. What do you actually yeah. want that you haven't told anybody you actually want? Ooh. Do you have an idea? I had. I have an idea. Please. I th- I think that like, Sidonia was moving towards Keely protectively when I did my tackle. You you were trying to protect Keely. Is that it's not really a secret pain, though. Uh, well, but you can't be with her. Because yeah, I but... know of your your duty. <sighs> I didn't know you liked her specifically. I don't think anybody really knows that Sidonia really <laughs> wants Keely. Yeah. So I guess that's the secret pain that's in my heart, is that I really love this little burb, <laughs> and I can't be with her. <laughs> oh. oh, did we already do your smitten for Keely? Not yet. I'm not sure if this is the right moment since I'm in entanglements with Aurelia right yeah, now. Yeah, you're currently sprawled on the floor. <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll try to work that in before we're done. It all depends on when you want her to get that string because I think it will push her over to four feelings, and four feelings is too many trickster, too many feelings for a trickster. <laughs> what happens at four feelings? Keeping bad track because I only have two marked, or I only, I'm only up to. Oh, start at one and oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I fucked up. <laughs> Can someone tell yeah. me what four feelings does? I have to have an outburst about my feelings. <gasps> Ooh. Okay, I, I, 
it would be funny if you did have an outburst now about something as silly as someone else tackling me to the ground and it wasn't you. (laughs) (laughs) It might even be like an outburst at Mel that is tangentially related to the princess being in danger. (laughs) My question is, do we want to do this now or will there be like a juicier, more climatic moment for you to have an emotional outburst? We can do this later if you want, if if, if that works for you. Yeah, let's keep it on the back burner for now. I'm sure there'll come a point where I will give you that string. The outburst might happen because you're also getting sauced, but I think we're in the middle of... I haven't defied my my disaster, though. Yeah, we're in the middle of this gallant rescue, and then we'll we'll get to I, see. I, th- yeah. I think mine is resolved. I oh, think okay. that's all the parts of my move. Yeah. I just had to ask a question. Cool. Then, Keely, are you getting sauced? I would prefer to defy that disaster. And what I'm what I'm willing to sacrifice is the illusion that I'm subdued prey. Oh. Um and I'm going to roll grace to dodge out of the way, possibly using my yeah. to shield at least my face. And yeah, I yeah, rolled yeah. a twelve. Okay. That's great. <laughs> you don't even have to get the spicy barbecue sauce on your tasty wings. You are able to <laughs> You are able to uh, evade even the precise attack. So to be clear, you haven't had to sacrifice anything. You rolled super well, so this is this is an upbeat narratively. I think you you are going to realize that Sheska is pretty busy and wants to get back to food prep but is um, built to serve and is trying to take care of Mel's needs and also the regulations. But if if she is assured that Mel is going to go eat you somewhere else, you can probably leave. Sheska, I brought them here for kissing, not for eating. <laughs> that's, that's forbidden, Mel. Not for me. No, yes, for you, Mel. You always say that. The rules do also apply to you, Mel. <laughs> oh, oh, who's a grumpy dragon? So I think <laughs> I think is gonna sidle up to the droid and be like, "I'm pretty sure she's just going to play with her food. Like, can you help me get out of here? Because I I do think that that is going to just be her playing with her food before she does eat us. Please help me." <laughs> Are you using a move in conjunction with that, like um, the mask to persuade her of a lie about you? That sounds correct, yes. Cool. <laughs> I'm trying to seem like I'm scared that I'm going to be eaten so that she can send us away to be peacefully eaten. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, so go ahead and roll the mask. That's one of your trickster moves. It is... Plus um, wit. Plus wit, yep. Uh, that is a seven. Okay. The lie you have chosen is unexpectedly perfect, creating a new opportunity. Uh-huh. Maybe the place where they would send her to eat us would be a useful place for us to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, great. Okay, so so she replies, like, isn't that... Aren't you adorable? You think I'm gonna help you? Mel, you do find the tastiest little morsels. No, no, no. The, and she, like, puts an arm around you in, like, a friendly way, but very much, like, hurting you to your death. <laughs> and... <laughs> And it's like, no, 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 Uh, you all stick together. Now, Meliarix, and she winks at you, 
It's like, I know you're not really going to eat them. So why don't you just bring them down to the prime dungeon? It's empty in case we have guests later. And soundproofed. You're not going to bother anyone there. And uh, she'll sort of shuffle you all along. And she thinks she's helping Mel convince you that you're here for smooches and not to be eaten. And um, <laughs> gives a little like thumbs up as Mel uh, leads you off, like right in the direction that you need to go to reach the chambers of the Void Empress. Uh, and then Sheska goes back to her, her food prep. Yeah, uh, Mel will still very angrily follow down there. I'm trying to think here. I think she knocked something over on her way out because she's a big frustrated cat, I guess. <laughs> she just like punch over a giant refrigerator or something? I think, yeah, I think I like to leave a dent in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fantastic. Um, Captain, well, you alright? Uh, yes, the I can mostly see again. Uh, Ow. Uh, are you... Mm, can, I, can I get you anything? It's, there must be ice in here somewhere. Um, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm alright. Like, her eyes are red. And like, <laughs> she's got, like, tears streaking down her cheeks, but right. it's in that, like, the, the not, like, crying tears. It's the tears of, like, my eyes are watering really badly. So she keeps just, like, wiping at her eyes. It's like no, I'll be I'll be fine. I can mostly see again. Well, no, 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 no. Here, let <sighs> me. I think Sidonia reaches up and just kind of like tries to help wipe away some tears. Oh, oh no! Do you think Do you think this is emotional support, or it could be entice? Up to you. Hmm. Yeah, either one. What does entice entail again? But I I don't think. I don't think Sidonia's doing this on purpose. Yeah, she views this as platonic, but it could be an entice. Yeah, it doesn't have to be intentional. Yeah, th I don't know. This feels more like emotional. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that Aurelia would take this as emotional support. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. You can use either a heart or spirit for that, Sidonia. And that's good because Aurelia has a condition. And if you, if you spend a string on this, uh, it boosts it. By, Even further. by three. Yeah, if you spend a string that you have on Aurelia now, it'll boost it by three. Yeah, let's use a string because I know I do have a. I actually have two strings on you, Aurelia. Right. Yeah. So it'll be three plus heart or spirit. Okay. Plus whatever you get on the dice. Mm -hmm. I, so, all right. Just so I'm understanding, because I'm not sure if April knows, I'm very bad at rules. <laughs> I'm rolling two <laughs> dice. I'm going to add either heart or spirit and then plus three. Yes, that's right. Okay, great. Thank you. You got it. That's the most math you have to do in this game. I, I know. Adding, I'm just, I guess, four, I'm four just numbers. a very useless yeah. bisexual who doesn't know numbers. <laughs> okay, so that's an 11 if I did that right. I rolled a four and a three, which is a seven. My heart and spirit are both plus one and then the three. Great. So <laughs> now the question is for you, Aurelia. Do you open up to Princess Sidonia? I don't think so, because I'm trying to be brave Aww. for you. <laughs> Gosh. Being all brave and stoic and tough, all and I'm this not going to admit that this sauce. hurts a lot. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. 
yeah, so I, I think that I, I, I think I'm going to go with not uh, opening up. So okay. you get to pick one of the things off the list. Or no, I think if you don't open up, then that's oh, the okay, end of it. Nothing. Okay. But so Sidonia, you're not smitten with her, right? So not yet. No. Okay. If you were, <laughs> then her not opening up would would be sad for you. But um, mm-hmm. it's not. So yeah, that's that's that. I think after that intimate moment, oh no, Mel just takes some of the sauce off of <laughs> the finger and tastes it. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. You've missed this sauce. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was just trying to get a snack while we were doing this. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> recipe exists anywhere that I could steal it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, well, we're going to be going through the, the Empress's files, so... <laughs> I meant in the kitchen. If we the kitchen computer that. probably isn't very uh, secure, and obviously Sheska knows how to make it. So yeah, there are several avenues for getting that recipe. You know, that's that's a that's an afterthought. That's a priority. That's somewhere down the priority <laughs> list. <laughs> that's sweet. Secondary goal. That's 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 thoughtful. But, but I think when Mel says that early, it's just like it's it's fine. We'll just make sure to pack some snacks for you in the future so this doesn't happen. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Great. Okay. You get to the Void Empress's chambers. Mel knows the combo to get in and it opens just into there's a whole it's it's honestly probably like it opens to basically like most of this deck of the ship is her chambers and there's panoramic windows there's a hot tub there's a gun turret for when she wants to get get some uh direct murder in from her flagship uh, there's a gigantic four-poster bed. Oh, and there's the there's a command throne for sure. The command throne is at the like the very far end of um of this room, and it, where at the at like the the bow of the ship. You do not. Well, I'm you you uh no no. It just smells like sauce. So there you are. <laughs> Uh, you are you are in the chambers of the Void Empress. It's got there's oh what tell me Aurelia, what relic of your homeworld is here and how is it being defiled? Oh, oh man, I think that the the leadership of my world did fight back and were crushed, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I'm so adamant that uh, I I help uh, the leadership of this world play it safe and not be crushed under the empire's wow. heel. So I think that it's a it's the ceremonial blade that our queen carried. Wow, nice. And I think that it has been oh god, it's been like the blade has been like heated up enough so that it could be bent and twisted around so that it's now a cup holder for the hot tub. <laughs> oh, ow. Yeah. It's like the blade has been twisted into like a figure eight and there's like a, a, a half empty like margarita glass right. sitting in there. Right. Oh, that's awful. 
Yeah. All right. Incredible. I think maybe Sidonia, is there something from your world here? Mm. Yes. Near the lounge area around where the hot tub is, the Void Empress has a rather sizable aquarium tank of some a small collection. There's a small school of fish there that um, have now gone extinct on the planet. Oh, um, cool. Out, like oh. outside of captivity. Right. Yeah. So you you emerge into into this chamber and after no more than a, a couple of steps inside and sort of gawping at all these relics, some of the closets open and two Sheskas step out. And Mel finally gets a whiff of that familiar whiff of blood. And the Countess Mordrella enters behind you with her flesh and bones sword drawn and and says, Meliarix, this is how you repay being the Empress's favorite. And Princess, Princess, you... You've just, you've just doomed your planet. As if you hadn't doomed it already. I'd like to do a stab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. Aurelia's already pissed. And look, here's an excuse. <laughs> Somebody to take some anger out on. Yeah, I want to fight. Do I'm it. Draw my sword and fight. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say, is it just like, you know, she's talking to the princess, she's doing her villain thing, and you just stab? I, I'm picturing that Aurelia had her back to the door because she's staring at this this horrible, twisted relic of her people that's been so degraded. Mm -hmm. um, and when she starts talking, I think it's just, she doesn't say anything, it's just in a single motion, draws her sword and whips around and goes in. Love it. Just... <laughs> Yeah, so let me I'm I'm looking real quick. Oh, would this actually no, I'm not gonna do last stand because I don't have that many conditions marked yet. We soon, can change though. that, yeah. Yeah, soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna do with daring. Let me say that while I'm not shaking dice. I'm just gonna do that with daring. Okay. Oh, oh, one of my dice ran away. If it's a six, keep it. Okay. <laughs> nope. I, I caught it before it hit the floor. Uh, six, and then my daring is two. So it's a total of eight. Great. You're going to get to choose two of those fight options, and she's going to choose one of them. Okay. Yeah, so let's alternate. So you choose one, and then I'll let you know what she's doing. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to choose um, through violence or cutting words, <laughs> inflict a condition. Great. So it sounds like violence, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're going to make her angry. Like, she was talking. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I was in the middle of a villainous monologue. Right? Excuse you. <laughs> um, so what she's going to do is, like, grab you by your hair, and she tries to... You see, like, her fangs elongate, and she's trying oh. to bite your neck, um, and you are, you're just able to break away, and she's inflicting a condition as well. Okay. If you would like to be frightened. I am also angry. You're angry. That's, that you're, <laughs> am... you're so valid. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, next. You get another choice, one, yeah. I would like to create an opportunity for an ally. I think that I I basically ha- have just seized 100% of her attention by mm-hmm. coming at her with a sword. So, yeah, I think that somebody would be able to take advantage of that distraction and and attack her. Hi, I would like to do that. Yeah, so so first, you know, when an important NPC gets a condition, they get to do a little reactive move. In this case, she's going to uh so the fight like takes you near the near the cannons and oh. she says, uh enough enough of this charade of a ball and uh, turns on the cannon, so it starts like spinning up to just like pepper the palace with with lasers. Mel, I think Mel. As soon as the as as soon as the fighting happens, just whipped her sword off her back, and I do, I don't think she like really knows how to use it aside from swinging it really really hard. So she's just <laughs> baseball swing it towards. A vampire lady and be like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be fighting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, everyone is... Okay, this is great. <laughs> Go ahead and roll it. I got a 10. Amazing. So you're going to get to choose three of those things, but she is going to be able to choose one in response. I think I want to inflict a condition, mm-hmm. create an opportunity for an ally, and seize a superior position. Ooh. Like, I think I just want to just with sheer force knock her away from where she's standing. Yeah. Um so so she's not going to be able to aim that cannon at anything. It's just going to fire indiscriminately. And I think I think you've made her insecure cuz you actually have like swatted her and uh-huh. she's supposed to be the like main murder monster around here. She's not going to lose to you. Maybe the opportunity for an ally is someone could just go turn off the cannon now, unless you had something else in mind. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, great. So when she becomes insecure, then, hmm, is she going to have disregard for her own well-being? Or, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, she calls to a Sheska who's not there. Sheska 2 initiates self-destruct. And she she says that none of you are going to survive this. And she didn't do her thing with... I think she's going to... She's going to inflict a condition on Mel, I think. So so she says to Mel... I mean, you might you might survive along with me the annihilation of this vessel. Do you care about any of these people? Of course not. I hope you all know that she's never cared about anything but herself. That's a lot to say after just getting smacked around in the middle of a fight. Listen, it's a game about talking in the middle of sword fights. Uh, also, I'm confused. There's an there's another android there now. What? Well, so two things. One, she called up on her communicator, like an android somewhere else, be oh. like, "Hey, start the self destruct." And B, like, yeah, there are two other androids there. They came out of the closets, and swords emerged from their wrists, but they fine. haven't. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't really gotten there yet. So, yeah, that is inflicting a condition on you. If you might be guilty or hopeless or insecure as a result or angry. Everyone can be angry. I think guilty would make sense. What penalty does that apply? Minus two to emotional support. Yeah, that's a penalty to emotional support. You're a little too self... You're a little too absorbed in your own feelings um, to be as effective at emotional support. Yeah, like, I think Mel gets a little bit... The words cut a little deep because they're kind of right, or at least they used to be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think she'll add to that. Let's have a little more talking in this sword fight and say, "You, wh- why don't you, why don't you just help me eat them all up? I'll make the excuses for you with the Empress." I mean, that's the saucy one. Smells just so enticing. No, I like them. More's the pity. So we haven't had uh, Sidonia or Keely act yet. Yeah. Should we do something together or should we tag team something? Sure. I'm just trying to think what I can do. I don't know why I'm struggling with this. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Do we still have to take the um the cannon offline or? Yeah, there's the cannon, there's two androids, and there's this vampire lady. <laughs> We could take care of the androids, or or split up. One of us do androids, one of us. I have a move called Devious Scheme. When others go along with your cunning plan, roll plus wit. And then during your plan, you can choose certain things that are useful. I don't know if that would be helpful. Okay. Yeah. But if we, if we need to take out the cannon and the androids, I wonder if there's a way that we could take out both with one stone somehow, or use one to take out the other. Yeah, mm. do you want to try to, like, slam an android into the turret and disable them both? Yeah. Yeah, that would be part of um, the fight move with the the android, and um, because Mel already gave you the opportunity to, like, disable the cannon, there's no further thing that needs to happen to be able to do that, so it can just be narratively part of fighting one of the Sheskas. So do you want to articulate a cunning plan for folks to go along with or do you want to go ahead and kick some android butt so i think what's going to happen is that i'm going to ask sidonia to stand near the cannon and be ready to because i think it's going to be something like somehow you know yank out wires in the android and like connect them to the cannon and overload it oh cool i like that So, like, I'm going to fight them over that direction and try and get some wires out, and she's going to grab them and link them up. Love it. Cool. So I am going to... Am I going to roll my devious scheme? Yep. Okay. That is a seven. So I can choose one thing during the plan. Great. Yes. And the plan, you know, your plan can last longer than, like, this... 10 seconds of action that you have planned, right? So just hold on to that, and you can exploit that later. Uh, And now you should go ahead and... Roll the fight move? Yeah, roll the fight move, unless you think one of those things is is how you make this happen. No, I think I am going to use sword to get it close to (laughs) Cool. (laughs) And then, yeah, do the fight. Uh, So that is... Oof, that's a five. Love it. Oh, no. Love it. If there are two people with strings on you who can narrate how they help, you could get that up to a seven. Otherwise, it's going to be a narrative downbeat, and you're probably going to be in trouble. I am willing to help. I mean, I this, yeah, me too. We're 
Yeah, that's pretty, right. Like we we already had Sidonia helping. Um, yeah. So spend a string on Keely, and that bumps mm-hmm. it up by one. And then who's the other person? Uh, narrate how you help. I I think that I I see that Keely is struggling with this, mm-hmm. and I just grab some random thing off of a, a side table here and just chuck it at the android, and that distracts it enough for uh, Keely to get the upper hand again. Yeah, that sounds good. So Keely is between these two androids, and they both have had like blades fan out from their arms, so they each have like swords instead of arms, and they're coming at you, and they're just smiling and happy, and they're doing their thing, and it's pretty unsettling, and they have the upper hand on you, until can i suggest something <laughs> yeah one of them knocks my sword out of my hand but i managed to get <gasps> in such a position so this whole time keely has been wearing like a cuff on her wrist that just looks like jewelry but uh-huh. she activates it and her sword comes spinning back to her in the process cleaving through like the neck joint of one of the droids oh, oh hell yeah that's sick as hell so trickstery <laughs> that's my surprise i love it sword. yes <laughs> that's great so you earn like the split second that you need to summon your sword back cut through kick them back to Sidonia to grab those wires and and overload the cannon love it so there's there's one android left the cannon's overloaded and the self-destruct is counting down but that's probably fine so uh <laughs> yeah what um who's next maybe Mel you weren't involved in that do you wanna do you wanna go yeah, I think Mel's just going to keep wailing, um, and it's going to get more and more clear that it's just sort of, it's the draconic rage you're familiar with Ooh. and haven't been seeing tonight. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mordrella's she, like, are you all seeing this? Whatever uh, happens here, <laughs> she's going to trash this whole planet. That'll yeah. be a sight to behold. I, it's like she's covering up for the guilt with just anger and... Uh-huh. And, and it's just, yeah, just beating the crap out of her with her huge sword. No, this is good. This is good. Show me that rage. I also, okay, no, Feral isn't going to increase yet, but I am going to roll 2d6. I got a 10 on fighting again. <laughs> All right. Tell me how you how you show her your rage and how you inflict the the last condition that she can take before she's incapacitated. Though she goes down fighting, and uh, she is going to, I think, take a string on you because uh-huh. she actually does know you better than right. most. I I think I inflict the last condition by just. I don't know what conditions are available to her, but I think she like keeps opening her mouth to coyly play with my emotions more, and then <laughs> just slam, <laughs> and she tries again, slam, cool, Un- until I think I just whack her to the ground and have my sword over her. Yeah, I think I think you've you've made her hopeless because you know, she's never going to be the Empress's favorite. The one Sheskabot is not a match for the rest of you, so you can you can disable that other Sheskabot, no problem. You don't have a ton of time. The ship is set to self-destruct. Uh, there are probably reinforcements coming. So what what do you do in the in the seconds that you have uh, here? Uh, I think is there like some kind of 
terminal or or hard drive or something that we could just grab and kind of <laughs> we'll grab this and sort through it later. It's Hopefully all built into uh, the throne, which is one of those nice like rotating villain thrones at the bow of the ship. Okay. So it's anchored to the ground, but you have swords and a dragon. Yeah, I I think I want to just like. I think Aurelia is going to run to get something out of the sword and then shout to the others, like, break the windows, we'll fly out of here. <laughs> nice. Because you said there were big panoramic windows. Oh, yeah. And we got people who can fly, let's go. <laughs> so Aurelia is going to try to just get something, some kind of data storage device out of this throne. Um, oh, out of the throne. Cool. I can't take, I don't think we can take the whole throne. <laughs> I just want to get the hard drive out of it. <laughs> Great. You slash off the arm of the chair where the data yeah. core is. <laughs> Taking this. <laughs> I think I, I grab the sword, too. Maybe we can get right back into shape. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I'm I'm picturing, at least for Aurelia, that, like, and, Josie, you can tell me if this works, but I'm picturing that, like, Mel goes out the window first and like turns into dragon form and Aurelia just jumps and is trusting oh. that Mel will catch her. <gasps> oh I think you're all missing that. You gotta pull her away. Oh <laughs> what? Because <laughs> she's frothing mad and has the vampire lady on the ground about to stab her. Oh shit. I don't think she's paying attention. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll back that up then. Can I try and do something about that? Please. I don't know what I'm doing about that. Hold on. Let me look at the moves. Well, emotional support might be. Or you could influence uh, her with a string. With a string. Depends on whether you want her to just feel better or do 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 the thing that needs to happen right moment, now. At the moment, because it is, it is very much a we need to do this fast, I think it's going to be an influence with a string. <laughs> okay. So there's an XP in it for Mel, if you will. Yeah. Go with your sure. friend. But I do want to hear what Sidonia says. What Keely says. Or Keely. Keely. Um, oh, sorry. Okay. What Keely says. Uh, so Keely is like about to run past and then she notices Mel. Mel. <laughs> Mel, we need you. <laughs> She's I, just going to destroy you. <laughs> I, I, Mel growls at her again. <laughs> You can listen to her drip more poison in your ears, or you can come with us and get away and get your head straight. Mel is gonna let her sword, the tip of her sword, hit the ground and be and sort of nod wordlessly before slowly backing towards the window. I can't carry them both. Can you carry someone right now? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I can carry what we what we need. Um, and she's going to turn into dragon form again. That might also have been emotional support, but I think we're, we're going to wind up, um, <laughs> with you all jumping out the windows with wings and holding close to one another for safety and riding, uh, just far enough before there's this implosion from the ship. So it collapses in and then it bursts out and there are chunks of the Void Empress's yacht flying this way and that as Meliarix flies away from it. And Aurelia, you're pretty sure that the rebel that you were talking to before is going to be pleased with this development? 
<laughs> do you think that all will be forgiven? <laughs> but um, give me a little like epilogue of where your characters are in the coming days or weeks or moments. So I'm picturing on whatever ship that we're on heading back towards Haven. I think that there's just like, I, I don't, I think it's just kind of a, a very short little wordless scene of like Aurelia is wandering the ship with like a covered tray and keeps like checking rooms and, and turning away and then finally finds Mel somewhere and just like sits down with her and takes off the tray and it's just like a big pile of food <laughs> that they can share. <laughs> Sweet. Mel happily joins in and maybe nuzzles pretty close. Aww. Aww. <laughs> oh, cute. Aurelia will allow it, but feels don't, guilty. <laughs> don't you just want to boop the dragon? <laughs> I do, but I mustn't. <laughs> Aww. How about Keely and or Sidonia? We never did that smitten thing that was going to push me over. No, we could do a scene now just to end with that. Mm -hmm. um, totally. I do like the idea of our scene just being us both looking out the window as the ship is taking off and just woefully looking at our ruined home planet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Aww. So I think she's going to kind of cross her arms like really tightly. <sighs> Never thought I'd be sorry to see it go. Did you not like it there? Got off as soon as I could. Or sorry, got off the planet as soon as I could. When it happened. No, no, no. I got off before it happened. When? It doesn't matter. And like, she tries to walk away. <laughs> uh, no, Sidonia's gonna stop it. What do you mean? How long before? Because I... I... I don't really remember, but I do remember seeing you not too long before it happened when did you leave i think it was about a week i think i heard about a week later oh but i, I knew you were all right i mean they would have said if, if anything had happened to you i suppose why did you never find me again why now i mean i, I didn't exactly set out to find you I just work work brought me here. I didn't know it was going to play out like this. Oh. Not that I'm not happy to see you. This useless asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like the only way to break this uselessness might be a figure out from Sidonia. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Roll plus what? To figure someone out? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have zero wit. Great. Uh, spend a string. That'll get you plus three if you spend a string. I will spend a string in addition to my roll, because I rolled a four, so that brings me to seven? <laughs> Great. Then you get to mm -hmm. ask two probing questions, and she gets to ask you. I feel like we may only need one, but mm -hmm. let's do it. How could I get you to stay? <gasps> Ooh. Give me something to stay for. Kiss her. What about me? Kiss her. <laughs> Am I not worth staying for? We used to be friends. You're not about to 
Stick around for me, are ya? What is that supposed to mean? I know what you need to do. This was only a distraction. <laughs> I feel like that's a good point <laughs> to ask my second question, which I gotta I gotta hit a home run with. I gotta figure out what, what works best. Alternately, um, I could ask my question now. Oh, oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I imagine they've been, yeah, like, leaning closer as they say these things. And, like, <laughs> yes, definitely. he raises, like, a hand ah, oh. to... We're having an Empire Stripes Back moment. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> she raises you know what hand. scene I'm talking about. Yes, I know what scene you're talking about. She raises a hand to Sidonia's cheek and says, how would you feel if I... Not, she doesn't say, but the vibe is, like, you know, meeting her eyes, like, how would you feel if I kissed you right now? Because I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be good. I don't think Sidonia even says anything. I think she just leans up and kisses her. Ah! No. Yes. So they have this this very emotional kiss, I assume. Mm-hmm. And like when yeah. they pull away and they're out of breath, what does Sidonia have to ask? What are your feelings towards me? And I think this one isn't a verbal answer either. I think it's just <laughs> the way that all the pretense is stripped away and all you see in Healy's eyes is like how much she doesn't want this moment to end. Oh. oh that feels like a really good stopping point. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and they lived gaily ever after. Yes. Or do we live tragically ever after because we could never be. That's... We, we leave it on this nah. question. We don't have to solve it all. We leave it there. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we leave it with the yearning. Yes. Oh, man. Oh. Thank, well, you. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you yes. so much for running this, April. This was a ton of fun. Thank you. Um, you're, you're, where, you're fantastic. Uh, you're perfect thirsty sword lesbians. <laughs> thank you all. Thank you for uh, running. Just as kind of wrapping up, where again can we we find all of your wonderful information about this game? Visit swordlesbians.com or sword.gay. We have a Kickstarter running. We have a bunch of fantastic stretch goals for new adventures and settings and character types from a whole range of great creators. We have gorgeous gay art. Help us make more and check it out. So again, that's sword.gay or swordlesbians.com. And I'm Gay Spaceship Games on Twitter, Gay Spaceship GMS. Thanks for listening. Visit magpiespodcast.net every other Tuesday to catch the latest episodes of The Magpies. Thirsty Sword Lesbians was created and GM'd by April Walsh. Follow her on Twitter at Gay Spaceship GMs, and check out Thirsty Sword Lesbians on Kickstarter now. Captain Aurelia Quintus was played by Re. Follow her on Twitter at Rhiannon42, and visit rpgskillcheck.net for her copy editing and accessibility consulting services. Keely was played by Minna. Follow her on Twitter at MinaMinar. Meliarix the Void Dragon was played by Josie. Follow her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie. Princess Sidonia was played by Kim Kogut. Follow her on Twitter at KimDeannaJones. This episode was edited by Tracy Barnett. You can follow them on Twitter at TheOtherTracy and learn about their games and freelance work at TheOtherTracy.com. 
The credits music is Equal Proportions by David Hillowitz and is used under a Creative Commons license. Thirsty Sword Lesbians is published by Evil Hat Productions and can be found online at swordlesbians.com and sword.gay.